0: Building fires were listed among the top site risks by the United Nations International Labour Organization in 2019. Now, over the years, safety has held multiple definitions for the industry. But the question remains, how have buildings adapted to be better equipped to tackle fires? Hello and welcome to Construction Week Viewpoint. I am your host, Dishad Adlani, multimedia reporter at Construction Week, and I'm joined by Sam Alcock, Director of Tenable Fire Engineering Consultancy's Dubai office to discuss ways to improve fire safety measures and more. Thanks very much for joining me today, Sam.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Happy to have you here, Sam. Now, let's start off by addressing uh, the need to develop a fire and life safety strategy. How crucial would you say it is to uh, develop such a strategy for the entire life cycle of a project?
1: Well, to be perfectly honest, it's it's very crucial. You know, I like to think that we are a key to all disciplines you know we have an impact in almost every single discipline there is when it comes to designing buildings you know the the fire strategy report it it sets out the requirements for that specific building and it provides a necessary building gu- uh, building guidance to all disciplines on what is exactly required for that specific building mm-hmm. you know i i like to think that there are stages to a building okay so I, I like to think that there are four stages to, to a building's life cycle, mm-hmm. okay? The first one is design, okay? You need to coordinate with all the design team to ensure that the requirements are being implemented into the design. The mm-hmm. second stage is construction. You know, we, we're there to ensure that everything that's being constructed and is, is being installed correctly mm-hmm. and in line with the, the fire strategy report intent. Mm-hmm. You know, the next stage is, you know, the, the handover stage, so just before the building is handed over to the, the client, um, you you have to test all of the fire life safety systems, you know, to make sure that they're working correctly and again still in line with the design, you know, the fire strategy intent. Yeah. And then the next one is is the housekeeping, you know, the 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 operation of the building. Okay, you've got to keep, you know, you've got to make sure that the building is 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 following, you know the fire strategy report or the original one you've got to make sure that all the fire life safety systems are continuing you know in a working uh condition um as well as you know you don't you know staircase doors are not wedged wide open um you know blocking or locking of an exit you know these these general practices go a long way when it comes to you know protecting lives as well as the asset itself
0: right right very interesting and i'm going to go back to your point sam about uh, Coordination at all stages. Uh, let's now talk about, of course, we've, we've spoken about uh, how important it is to develop a fire and life st- uh, safety strategy. But how soon should this be done? Um, do you suggest that architects and developers must uh, collaborate with a concerned fire engineering consultant at the initial stages of construction and design and why so?
1: Oh, 100%. You know, um, it's it's really crucial that we are involved, you know, at the early stages of design. Um, you know, as I mentioned before, we we are a key. We're involved in all disciplines. You know, we set out the requirements for all of them. And if you involve us at an early design stage, you know, we will we potentially will save time and money. Right. You know, especially when it comes to, um, you know, having to redesign a project. If you involve us at a later stage, you know, take taking an, an example of a hotel. Okay, you have a ballroom that's located on, say, the third or fourth floor. And that's got a thousand people. Mm.
0: You're
1: going to need a large number of staircases. So imagine you only have two stairs and you bring us in at a very late design stage. We're going to have to find a way to add more staircases, which is going to lose area for the client. It's going to have a massive cost when it comes to, um, you know, the, um, uh, the other design team, you know, having to redesign all of their services. So, you know, it's good to have a certain early stage um, so that any fire life safety issues can be picked up at the beginning and integrated into the design but also don't forget you know we, we are there not just to add more staircases or add cost to the client but maybe the design has been over designed mm. and we can look at omitting a staircase or omitting a fire life safety requirement that has been implemented into the, into the design which doesn't need to be there right. and then similarly to you know for the construction stage this is is as important. We, we're we there to support, we're there to validate, we're there to ensure that all of the fire life safety systems installed are done correctly. You know, you, you, having a fire consultant on board throughout the construction stage from the beginning, you know, if there is a problem on site. We're there to, to help solve it. Okay, if for example, you have a ceiling that's fully closed, mm-hmm. you don't want to have to break that ceiling. Because then that costs money and that delays the program. So I I love to say, you know, a a correct design always has a a better chance at being, um, you know, being installed correctly during the construction stage than if you have an incorrect design and then having to change it during, you know, the the construction stage.
0: You know, I want to understand from you if you could... Outline the different fire and uh, life safety risks that hospitality projects, as well as other commercial establishments are most vulnerable to.
1: <clears throat> to, be, to be perfectly honest, any, any, if any project is designed correctly mm-hmm. and constructed correctly, then no building should be vulnerable to, to any sort of fire and life safety risk as the building should be well equipped to control and prevent fire from spreading but you know with regards to hotels you know they're designed a little bit differently than you know other types of buildings you know you you've got to and you've got to remember that people are unfamiliar with their surroundings mm-hmm. and then of course hotels tend to have you know higher occupant loads higher number of people because you have you know bars you have ballrooms you have the all day dining meeting rooms and they sometimes some clients like to have their um ballrooms and and meeting rooms and all day dining all on the same floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that has a massive impact when it comes to locations and staircases. And it depends how high up, you know, you want to have these. You've got to always ensure that there is enough width for people to escape. But then you take, for example, a, a hospital. Okay. Mm-hmm. They've got other challenges. Right. Okay. They've, they've, their corridors have got to be wider. Okay. And floors have got to be divided into you know, smoke compartments, you know, which shouldn't exceed a certain area. And generally, hospitals tend to use what's called a horizontal exit. Okay, so this is like a, a two hour fire rated, you know, partition and with doors and walls, you know, all two hour, 90 minute fire rated. So effectively, people could escape from compartment A to compartment B and be safe, you know, for for two hours. And then you have schools. You know, that there are also different, you know, you've got categories, you know, children below six must be, you know, located on the ground floor, okay? If you're age six to eight, then they can only be located, you know, maximum on, on the first floor, you know, each type of um, building, you know, occupancy have their own specific requirements, you know, and it's very well detailed in, in the UAE uh, Fire Life Safety Code, as well as international standards, of course. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And uh, let's now, uh, you know, shift focus onto Tenable, of course. Um, Maybe you could run our listeners through the kind of projects you're involved with and also the case studies um, that you're involved with and that you're working on. Um, And maybe it would be interesting to uh, hear you talk also about Tenable's um, involvement in Saudi Arabia's GIGA projects at all, uh, if at all, in terms of, of course, fire and life safety.
1: Oh, you know, we're we're getting a lot of traction from, you know, um, uh, Saudi Arabia, Mm -hmm. um, as is everyone else. But you've got to remember that Dubai is still moving forward. There's still a lot of work here in Dubai and we we are working on multiple projects, a lot of fit out work. But there are still towers and hotels and developments still, you know, coming up. Mm -hmm. But, you know, from, from a company's aspect, you know, we have a lot of work in Oman. That's where our headquarters are. Uh, we do have a boutique hotel that's going on in Nairobi. You know, we've been doing some work in the Bahamas uh, as well, and we're currently working on some upcoming hotels. You know, such as Hilton, IHG, Marriott, Accor. You know, throughout the, the the region, and of course, we are you know working on you know some of the Giga projects. You know, the Coral Bloom was was just released by the Red Sea, mm-hmm. um, so it's very exciting to be a part of that project. Also, we're involved in. Uh, a few hotels with Amala and some work in Diriyah Gate. But you've got to remember that KSA is a massive country, okay? There's a lot of development that's happening outside of these giga projects. And, you know, we, we are involved in, in a lot of work ranging from hotels in Al-Khobar all the way down to, you know, Medina. So it's, it's, it's quite an exciting time, you know, at this, this moment.
0: Most definitely. And are there any specific um, case studies that you'd like to uh, delve into further?
1: well i'd I'd like to talk about one um which is going back to why it's so crucial to have us involved at an early stage you know we we had a project uh, in Oman it's a very large museum, and we were brought in at a, a you know at a late design stage and Unfortunately, there was you know insufficient stair width the travel distances didn't work, so there was very little that we could do in order to get this to work so you know we we did have to obviously implement some additional staircases but um we didn't have to follow the prescriptive code because what we did was uh, we used a performance based design uh option okay a performance based design solution where we 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 um ran an evacuation model okay on on a computer which determines the time it takes for people to escape it's it's like a simulation yeah. okay of people it, Tells you the time it takes for people to escape, and then in parallel we ran a CFD. That um, CFD analysis, which is effectively a you know fire and smoke model, you simulate a fire scenario, and we we ran both of the models. And when you when you run a, a, an evacuation model, you it determines the time it takes for people to escape, mm-hmm. and the CFD okay that determines. Um, how long the space is tenable for, okay, so provided that the tenability of the area is more than the time it takes for occupants to escape, Mm -hmm. you have an acceptable design, Um, so we had to do that uh, in order to to get it to work and this is a common practice, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, large assembly spaces such as malls, you know, stadiums, airports, metro stations. Mm Um, but it is quite fun to, to manage to solve, you know, the issue. Yeah,
0: Right. Great takeaways, uh, Sam. Thank you very much for joining us today on the podcast. It was lovely having you.
1: Thank you very much. Yes.
0: Well, that was all for this episode. We will be back with another one very soon. Watch the space for more insightful discussions on a range of topics relevant to the region's construction and real estate sector. And for more on what's happening in terms of construction in the region, Head to our news website, constructionweekonline.com and follow our social media channels for regular updates. Thank you for listening and until next time, goodbye.